Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Did I Scare You? I'm taking this moment to apologize because we have a little bit of an audio snafu in this episode. I, for some reason, my audio track kind of doubled up, so I'm going to sound a little echoey on this episode, but I promise the next episodes that follow up with this are not like this one. But uh, if you uh, listen, I, uh, I appreciate it and I love you. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> Did I scare you? Hello, you are listening to Did I Scare You, the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I'm his co-host and little brother, brother Ben. And for those of you who haven't listened before, this is the podcast where we two brothers... Well, the idea is that we pick movies in an attempt to try to scare the other, but it seems like it is sort of devolving at this point into sort of a passive-aggressive attack between the two of us. <laughs> Where the last few times, it's perhaps, um, rather than trying to scare each other, maybe we're just picking movies to try to make the other one upset or annoyed. So, Fiddy? So, <laughs> should we rename the podcast to Did I Annoy You? <laughs> what did you make me watch, maybe? <laughs> Anyways, Fiddy, I am the one who selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie I selected? You selected... Uh, was, was this, this movie, movie in 2018 or 19? 18. 18. Uh, I believe, yeah, 2018, I think. Uh, Alright, so, so we're, we're gonna, gonna go with that. that. The 2018 Natalie Portman's Annihilation. Yes, written and directed by Alex Garland, who also wrote and directed Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that movie, Vin? I have. I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. Very yeah, thoroughly. That's, to my mind, one of uh, probably the 10 best movies the last 20 years or so. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I have seen Annihilation before in theaters, and I was a big fan. Now, I don't want you to necessarily spoil what your reaction was to this movie yet, but there were certain indications that I've picked up from you about how this might go. Oh, you don't, <laughs> don't say. Have you had you heard anything about Annihilation before you had seen it? I have. Um, I, saw I saw trailers to it a while ago, mm-hmm. and uh, visually it looked pretty interesting. And I couldn't really pick up on what exactly it was supposed to be about. Kind of looked like a Stargate kind of thing, you know? Can I ask like have Have you yet figured out what it's about? No. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. glad. This, this is why I'm happy we're doing this. Because while I watch this movie, and I'll, I'll have everybody know that out of all the movies that we've done, this movie I took the least amount of notes on. That's not really saying that much, because... <laughs> I mean, to my mind, at least, your level of note-taking is always sparse, but... Well, well it's, it's way, way sparser, because there are moments where I'm like, I... I got, I got nothing. nothing. <laughs> I felt the opposite at certain points where I was like, there's so much stuff that I need to write down where I don't know if any of it's actually important. 
and I've seen the movie, but I was like, I can't determine in real time whether this is integral to portraying the movie to someone listening. <laughs> right. No, I, 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 I get that. There was a lot of stuff where I'm like, uh, a lot of conversations in movies could be summed up in one sentence. And a lot of these were like, I'm basically just writing down what everyone's saying one line after the other, because I'm like, I can't really reduce this to one thought. Right. No, this, so, this, this movie, this movie was hard to detail. <laughs> it was very complicated. It reminded me in some ways of Mandy, where there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of different scenes where it's like, ah, this is, I don't know how I'm going to describe this. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's, it's more, more I, it's, it's hard, hard on an, an audio basis to, to detail, detail it. Um, it's more, more of a visual type thing. thing. So, so it's, it's like, like, if we are to explain this to you through here, you should, should probably just actually just watch it as well, well you know or maybe that you already did watch it which is good yeah so then, then you can, can actually follow along with us my recommendation would be to watch any movie that we ever cover on this before you listen to these episodes but well, you know what you're gonna live you're gonna live your life I, you know i can't tell you what, well, what to do. I mean, you, you could probably, probably skip, skip the lodge, lodge. I well there's <laughs> certain keith that i didn't think the lodge was as bad as you did but let's not relitigate that right now um <laughs> Vinny, do you have anything else to get to before we dive into the shimmer that is Annihilation? I, I, I sure don't. Let's, uh, let's, let's pack, pack our bags and uh, let's, let's take our uh, personal gripes and go on a suicide, suicide mission. That's right. Yeah, us and uh, four, <laughs> four different ladies of different backgrounds and scientific skills will be joining us on this journey. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's get, get into it. it. All right, well, Annihilation opens on Natalie Portman sitting in a chair, dressed all in white, being observed by a group of people and interrogated by men in hazmat suits. I'll have you know, no opening credits. I was totally hooked. I was like, let's go. Right in. I really wish I could say to you right now that there were opening credits just to, like, really... Just to fuck with your head. Be like, how did you miss the title card again? <laughs> But no, you're right. No, they just they hop right into it. There's like a couple of seconds of uh, a sort of discordant noise on a black screen before it just hops in with Natalie Portman here. So the people who are interrogating her ask her what she ate when she was in some place for months. And she uh, reveals at this point that she thought it was only for days or weeks. And they say, what happened to Josie Raddick? Well, I'm putting a question mark on because, like, for every other movie we do, I don't know what the names of these characters are, so no. that could be anybody. Yeah, but I yeah. think it's maybe the Swedish doctor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. so. But maybe not. Yeah. She says she doesn't know, but it seems like she doesn't want to talk about it. And two, other, two of the other ones she says are dead. And the other one she says, I don't know what happened to that one. So the guy who's interrogating her, I would like to point out, is uh, Benedict Wong, who played Wong in uh, the, the Marvel movie Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. And he's very bitchy when he's asking her all these questions. Yeah, Like, in a way where it seems like, you know, she, like, miraculously came out of this uh, awful situation. Uh, like, if you do an overview of the movie, it's like a meteor, like, crashes from uh, space into a lighthouse. And then this, like, weird film, like this, uh, the shimmer, they call it, starts spreading out and destroying everything into it. 
and then everyone who goes into it disappears. Now, from his perspective, not to spoil anything, but, like, she goes in and then she comes out, and his whole attitude seems to be like, what's your fucking problem, lady? <laughs> and it's like, wasn't that the point of the mission? Like, I guess he's mad that she lost the other ones, but it's like, literally no one else has returned, so. Yeah, yeah I, he, he is strangely aggressive. aggressive. More or less, like, like he's, he's acting like, man, man why, why did it have to be you that was uh, coming out of here? Why couldn't it have been, like, at least the other three? Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe he has preferences. Like, maybe he likes, maybe he's more into a Jane the Virgin or Tessa Thompson. I don't know. But I mean, I'm into okay. Tessa Thompson. Well, <laughs> I'm sure hey, you'll get to that later. My current on-film girlfriend, because, uh... If, if I, I can, can take, take a line from, from Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live-action uh, movie. What's happening right now? I'm in love. Well, I couldn't stop you. <laughs> so there it shall remain. <sighs> All right, well, we go back to Wong, <laughs> who's asking her what she's going to do now. And then we cut to some southern fried guitar as a meteor plummets to Earth at the base of a lighthouse, as I was discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. Now we see some black goo. Then it cuts to the title screen, which, of course, says Annihilation. And now we're watching some cells divide. And Natalie Portman's given us a little science lesson to class there. And what it basically amounts to, because it's a lot of like blah, 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 is uh, we descend from single cell organisms. Now, there is a lot of talk about cells in this movie. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that, Ben? Uh, I thought I was, but, but I, don't I don't think, think I, I was. <laughs> now, can I tell you why that is? Because I bet that you didn't piece it all together. Go, Go for it. it. The shimmer, in a lot of ways, is really just like a metaphor for cancer. Yeah, because what like when people get cancer, their cells start dividing in, in a way where it just doesn't stop. Like, that's what cancer is. It's like the cells just continuously divide. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. I'm already dropping some shit on you. This This is going to be be very educational. educational. For all of us, I'm sure. sure. I would like us to uh, also point out this point that uh, Natalie Portman, in real life, has a very fancy science degree from Harvard. Did uh, she? Yeah. In fact, she is... uh, been a co-author of a couple of different scientific papers i believe so the cell they're looking at is cancerous and we're gonna learn how to cure it baby that's what she's saying to the students so they're all like yay but unfortunately certain things intervene and they never get to curing cancer so we cut to a fancy looking black professor watching natalie portman go down the stairs and she's evidently been avoiding this too dude and he uh when he talks to her, he does the uh, the all work and no play bit. <laughs> because he's inviting her to a, a barbecue and she's not really having it. So and I would like to point out he takes his glasses off to invite her to this party. Like he's like, this party is so important that uh, I, I just I can't be blocking my eyes when I give you this invitation. That's, you know, that's a power move. You're going to have to try to play it real smooth and cool if you're going to invite Natalie Portman to a barbecue. Yeah. But it evidently is not smooth enough because she says that she has plans to paint R, and then she quickly uh, corrects herself 
I mean the bedroom. So, obviously someone used to be in her life but is missing currently. So, maybe you should have left the glasses on. (laughs) They probably ruined it. And he's like, hey, listen. (laughs) We'll we'll get get to to it. it. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get get to to it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's got some strange pickup lines. Let's just say that. Um, So, the fancy professor tells her that a barbecue isn't a betrayal. (laughs) I'd like to point out, it, it, it can be if you do it right, buddy. So we cut to Natalie Portman's house, where we get some photos that show that her husband is uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, also of uh, Ex Machina, but probably more famously uh, Poe from the uh, the new Star Wars, yeah. new Star Wars uh, trilogy. And uh, he he's a soldier. Um, we can uh, gather from the photos. Now we see a montage of them tickling and fucking, and then crying, <laughs> which is. <laughs> Which is pretty much the three modes of marriage. Tickling, Tickling fucking, and crying. Yep. I, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, everything, Trademark. Trademark. everything falls into one of those categories. <laughs> Either we're laughing, we're fucking, or we're crying. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So she's painting a room, and uh, it was sort of turquoise, but she's painting it white, which I'm like, what a weird way to go with that. Yeah. I, I, I like, like the, the color. color. I, I like, like the, the, the normal, normal color. color. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't go, go with, with the white. white. No. No. Seems like a lot of work, too, to paint it that way. But yeah. anyways. Well, I'll also remark. Actually, do you have, have a note here? here. It's, it's pretty, pretty bold of her to be painting. And she's, she's got, got no painter's tape, like, you know, blocking off the ceiling and whatnot. She's just fucking going. Well, she's a biologist soldier, not a painter, so. I guess she, she must have watched the same, you know, YouTube clip that Milo did in Girl on the Third Floor. That's right. <laughs> well, at least she wasn't painting her hand at the same time. <laughs> it's um, a choice. As she's painting, Oscar Isaac is standing downstairs and he sort of calmly walks up the stairs, and she can't believe her eyes, so she runs to him and hugs him while she's crying. But uh, everything's not really good with him. He looks kind of shell-shocked, and he's not reacting much mm-hmm. while she's, like, crying and kissing him. He totally, totally broke in. And she's like, I know what the problem is, so she tries to hug him closer, <laughs> but, like, nah, that's not doing it. So now she's starting to look suspicious. And then we cut to Oscar Isaac sitting at the kitchen table, Uh, not drinking water creepily. And she reveals that his unit disappeared mysteriously. And she's like, was it a covert operation? And he says, "Eh, maybe. (laughs) She's like, what do you mean? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, okay, covert. And then she says, well, like Pakistan again? And he's like, I pretty much don't know where it was or what I was doing. (laughs) So she's frustrated with this angle, so she asks him how long he's been back, and unfortunately he doesn't know that information either. (laughs) So she's really striking out on this one. (laughs) Uh, Evidently he has been missing for 12 months, so she wants a better explanation. And he says, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) Listen, you you don't don't need to know for those 12 12 months. months. I I don't don't know. know. So, so you'll, you'll never, never know. know. 
Yeah, pretty obviously she is put off by that answer. <laughs> so she's got a new approach. She goes in to hold his hand. And uh, while she does this, we get a shot of this, of I should say her holding the hand like through the water glass. So it looks all refracted. So I guess you can imagine why that's going to be important later, Vin. Okay. I did, I did not, not pick, pick up, up on that. So. Yeah, that's right. There's some visual language going on here. So as far as he knows, he was just outside the room where she was. And then he walked in once he saw her because he recognized her. Now, obviously, this is an insane way to explain how you got home. <laughs> but uh, it's not time to hold hands anymore after he declares this. So he drinks the water and he announces that he doesn't feel so well. And, uh, hey, there's blood in the water. That's not good. So we cut to an ambulance and he is hemorrhaging and choking up a bunch of blood in the back. And suddenly there's a swarm of emergency vehicles that come and surround the ambulance. Mm -hmm. And then they force it off the road. And a bunch, a bunch of uh, special soldiers open the back doors and tell everyone to get out immediately. So things aren't going well here. No, and then Portman's they, they drugged Natalie Portman. And that's it. So you know it's like some real shit's about to happen here. That's right. Yeah, they give her the old sleepy time needle. <laughs> So, meanwhile, Oscar Isaac's still choking on more blood. And then we get a title card here. Vin, did you did you catch this title card? Wow, by your face, I can tell you didn't. I All right, it no, says... I can't remember, remember the name of it. it. I, remember I remember the title card, card, but I can't remember. Don't worry, I, I have those details ready. I was just seeing if you noticed it at all. And you froze in a way where I was like, he definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. The, yeah, no, this card says Area X. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I was going to make a note. note. And be like, like what? what? Area 51 not good enough for you? Uh, I would have to this out now, Jake. Yeah, I am wondering if it's a Roman numeral and there's this like, this is the 10th place they've had to set up since it keeps expanding. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Portman's sleeping uh, kind of like my son does with her ass up in the air <laughs> in an orange jumpsuit when we cut to her on what looks like sort of a prison hospital bed. And she gets up and pukes as Jennifer Jason Lee observes her. Now, Jennifer Jason Lee, of course, is probably most famous for Fast Times at Ridgemount High, but also was recently in, now I'm going to blank on the Quentin Tarantino movie that is the Cold Western. Oh, the Hateful Eight. Uh, Hateful Eight, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, right. So Jennifer Jason Lee says, you must be feeling dreadful, and then leads Natalie Portman back to her bed. And offers her some water. And she reveals that she's a doctor. Kind of. A, a psychologist, at least. And Natalie Portman's like, why am I talking to a psychologist? And I'm like, oh yeah, this is the strangest thing that's happened to you the last two days? Okay. <laughs> so to answer, Jennifer Jason Lee's like, hey, why don't you tell me about your military service? And Natalie Portman in this movie is basically like buckaroo bonsai she has a million different jobs and she's great at all of them yeah. so well i also like to remark that she goes well i'm not talking i want a lawyer and she's like yeah you're not gonna get a lawyer yeah i believe she says something like we you don't get lawyers here so <laughs> so it's like evidently uh, so am i gonna die i'm gonna die aren't i yeah Evidently, Area X uh, operates outside of Habeas Corpus, so, uh-oh. <laughs> you about to get Guantanamo. 
so Portman, uh, in uh, answer to the question about her military service, says that she's a professor at Johns Hopkins now. And Jennifer Jason Lee says, your research sells. And we're getting all sorts of uh, exposition in this little exchange here because she was an army doctor professor who specializes <laughs> in cells, which oh. I bet somehow every single one of those things will make her very important for a mission, Sue. Uh, but probably, probably the most important, important person. One could argue that, yeah. 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 Maybe the person who could really tie it together, not just on a scientific level, but in a thematic way. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. <laughs> so, Jennifer Jason Lee says, when Oscar Isaac came home, did he explain how he got back? And he did. He, did he contact you in the time that he was gone? And it's it's a no to all of these. So apparently Portman has been inquiring about him missing for the last six for the first six months he was gone, but then she stopped suddenly. So uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is very suspicious about this. Like, why did you stop? And I know this is a real like. I mean, the answer turns out to be like, because like, I fucked someone else and then like I gave up, but whatever. <laughs> I gave up and fucked the black guy, and then I thought that was a terrible idea. And yeah. Yeah. And then she goes on to this to say, like, oh, was it time to move on? And she says, it's hard to move on. This is a very strange thing for a psychologist to be saying in this setting. Well, I mean, isn't that like, isn't that their job? Just the poke and prod and... Try, Try to, to get, get down, down to the, you know, the, the real details. Sure, sure. Lay the tracks for, like, what the themes of the movie are and how maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this very journey into the self could uh, reflect these things, I guess. Oh, boy. So she tells her that uh, Oscar Isaac apparently has multiple organ failure, but it's not dead yet. And Portman immediately believes that it must be radiation poisoning. And she says, I'm a cell doctor. Let me, like, give me a look at those fucking cells, man. Like, I could do this. So they take Natalie Portman outside of the science facility to look at the Shimmer. Now, Vinny, would you like to take a stab at describing what the Shimmer is? Uh, so, it's, it's like, like I, I said in the beginning. It's kind of like, like a Stargate, except without, you know, the ring. The, the metal thing that they actually generate the portal. It, it looks, looks like basically a a cascading like light like, like a blanket, blanket of like rainbow like fragments. And you, you ever see like what oil looks like on top of water? It's, it's kind of like that color, but it's, it's like, like a blanket over like an area. That's actually not a bad description. I basically I said that it was like a rainbow cloud hanging over where the meteor crash but uh i liked your bit with the oil slick there that was uh that was a clever little thing there Vic. good for you thanks i'll take that all right so uh jennifer jason lee is here to give us the skinny on the shimmer so three years ago a meteor crashed and the park rangers reported that there was a weird shimmer around it so they sent in a bunch of teams over the last three years but uh, none have returned and <laughs> They've basically been keeping people out of it by uh, saying that there is a chemical spill here, but it keeps expanding, so they have to keep evacuating people. Just moving in the, the camp. camp. <laughs> right. And 
as Jennifer Jason Lee points out, if it keeps expanding, you know, eventually you can't keep evacuating people. <laughs> It'll just be everywhere. It's just this, this is, is like the, the worst, worst like hazmat team, team for cleaning, cleaning any of this shit up. <laughs> It's like in the way that a lot of oil spills happen, too, where they're just like, wow, it's just like, it's going to keep going, I guess, if we don't do something. It's just, just going to keep growing. Look at how it just, just keeps growing. growing. I mean, I mean what, what do we do? do? Be like, just yeah, I mean, like, watch. a million dead pelicans does seem like a lot when you say it out loud. <laughs> so, at this point, Natalie Portman deduces that her husband is the only thing that's returned from going in, inside of this thing so far. So they go to check him out, uh, sitting in his coma bed there. And Jennifer Jason Lee is like, hey, let's talk a deal here. Like, maybe i let you go inside the shimmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Portman's like, I don't get to go home. And she's like, you want to go home? And you know that Portman feels pressured to be like, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> And be like, no, no, you're right. I guess I should, like, make up for the thing I did. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. And JJ. Yes. This movie, and I, I guess, guess I should go in there. But I kind of want to go home. Just like, no, I definitely feel guilty in a way I won't be re- <laughs> willing to reveal until later, but all right. <laughs> so. We see another flashback where Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac are in bed, and he's a little bit pissy. And then they banter about daytime moons and whether or not God can make a mistake. Which I'm like, this is pretty insane banter. Yeah. So apparently he's very religious for reasons that are never important. That's just that's just how he is. (laughs) That's That's his his character. character. So he doesn't think God can make a mistake, and this launches her into a very boring science explanation where she says that aging is the mistake. Our cells are actually built to never age. So in a way, it's kind of like our mistakes are what make us human. Now, I bet that that won't also be important thematically later. Oh, boy. (laughs) So she tries to uh, guess what his mission is that he's going to be going on while she's stroking the uh, tattoo on his shoulder. And he's like, it'll be on this side of the earth. So guess what, baby? We'll be looking at the same stars. (laughs) And (laughs) Natalie Portman, the real person, and Natalie Portman, the character, are not into this. So she (laughs) mocks him relentlessly for this line. (laughs) As she should. (laughs) Which brings him into the tickling. Vinny, what's the tickling lead to? Fucking? That's right. Yeah, no, they hit up two of the modes of marriage in this one. The two out of three. Later. Yeah, pretty soon after this, because he <laughs> leaves pretty quickly. <laughs> so we're back at uh, outside the Shimmer, though, and Portman's outside at night, where there's sort of a collection of lady soldiers uh, gathering. And Gina Rodriguez, also known as Jane the Virgin, comes over to talk to her. And uh, she says that she's Anya, which I'm like, yeah, sure you are, <laughs> Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> be like, don't, don't count on it. Don't, don't you, you ever tell me your fake, fake name ever again? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You tell me what your skills are, and maybe I'll call you by that. But probably if you're famous enough, I'm going to stick to your real name, <laughs> which you are. So... 
She's like, hey, Natalie Portman, come on. Speaking of which. <laughs> Let's go beat the Death Squad. So the Death Squad is, and uh, I guess this will illustrate it even further, Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. and a Swedish lady. Mm-hmm. Know, so the we Swedish don't know what the Swedish lady is, though. Oh, no, we do. And this is, this is going to be my favorite part of this whole podcast. Vinny, the Swedish lady is a geothermist. Now, I specifically wrote a note that says... I'm going to get, make Vinny guess what that means. You're an Vinny, you get one guess. What is a geothermist? Is that a person uh-huh. uh, studying plant life? Oh, that's a botanist. Oh, oh yeah. There's right. a botanist in this group. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh wait. Wait, 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 wait. Geo. Geothermist. Uh, rock patterns? You're so close. You almost got it. Yes, the Latin roots you finally learned. <laughs> Geothermist, Vinny, would mean earth yeah. warming. She does like volcano shit. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. <laughs> it was worth it. It was so <laughs> worth it. Uh, Gina Rodriguez is a paramedic. And Tessa Thompson is a botanist or a physicist? I can't remember which. Botanist, I believe. She's a botanist, yeah. That comes into play later. later. They had bets on what Natalie Portman was for this team, which I'm sure none of them actually guessed all the things. But Gina Rodriguez was like, gay, I hope. (laughs) Wink. (laughs) Play cool. And she's like, and single, that part's negotiable, wink, wink. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they're all heading into the Shimmer in six days uh, with Jennifer Jason Lee. And Portman's like, hey, that's an all-lady team. And they're like, yep, as you can guess, they've only sent men in so far, and that hasn't worked, so <laughs> here we go. We're hoping, We're hoping for, for the best. best. Now, this does establish something that I really like about this movie because um, women don't get to play these types of parts in movies very often. So a lot of them get to, like, being part of, like, a commando team. Like, that's not the kind of shit that Natalie Portman gets to do. Yeah. Like, most of the time she gets to be, like, Tobey Maguire's wife who's like, it's very sad you're upset about the war. <laughs> what, what movie, movie was, was that? Brothers? Nope. Yeah, don't, you don't thought I was just one. making one up? No, it really happened. Oh. It was bad. It was a bad fucking movie. Anyways. <laughs> so the competing theories seem to be that either something kills everyone in the Shimmer once they go, or they go crazy and they kill each other. So I'm going to guess they didn't take bets on that one. Nope. That's, That's probably, probably one you don't, don't want to be a part of for the, the, the betting pool. That's right. Well, because, like, if you win, if it's go crazy and kills everyone, it's like, I guess nobody really gets to collect. What do I win? win? Your death. <laughs> oh, no. Well, at least I could die knowing I was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have to leave, leave that, that for the, the next person to pick, pick up the video, video camera and see that. <laughs> That's probably what the first the first group's uh, video message was all about. So they were like, wow, well... <laughs> Johnson guessed snake intestines, so please pay the money to his. <laughs> please pay the money to his widow. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that scene. 
Anyways, at this point, they also reveal that they don't know Natalie Portman was married to Oscar Isaac because they're like, oh, yeah, some guy made it out. Natalie Portman's like, yeah, some guy, not like my guy. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Hush, hush. So she goes to see his comatose body where she sneaks past a sleeping guard. Which I'm like, man, what the fuck kind of shadowy military operation is this if you're not guarding the one guy who got out of here? It's almost, almost as useless as, as the baboon guard in Ace Ventura's, the, what was that? When Nature Calls? I think, I think is the, the second, second movie? Yeah. You caused some deep cuts here, and I don't remember anything from that movie other than him getting birthed out of the uh, <laughs> out of the rhino, the, the man right. rhino. It, it was it was, was the baboon guard, and he, he sleeps on the job, job all the time. Okay, here's here's the classic mistake you're making right now: <laughs> is thinking that that was an <laughs> an invitation might? to discuss this further. It was not. It was a blow off comment. Now we move on. So Natalie Portman says to his sleeping Oscar Isaac, I know why you went in, as she rubs his tattoo. Then she apologizes. And Jennifer Jason Lee, who's like watching in the next scene, is like, so you didn't say you were married to Oscar Isaac, huh? And Portman's like, well, I'll never tell. And Portman's (laughs) like, hey, why are you going into the shimmer? And Jennifer Jason Lee is like, well, I picked all the teams, so they die grows bigger. I don't know, maybe it's time to just, like, shit or get off the pot on this one. <laughs> and I bet that there's no other secret reason that she might be doing this. Probably not. Nope. So, we're back to the observation room in the future, and Wong is like, you volunteer, tell me why. And I'm like, what does this have to do with the science of this scenario? <laughs> but, the, I don't know, the whole Wong thing doesn't work for me. I'm like, why is he so mad? Maybe he was, uh, I don't know. Um, He's like, my wife went in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I'm thinking. thinking. Tessa Thompson was my wife. And then we have to be like, damn, good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really, really good, good for, for you. you. Well, anywho, we cut back to them entering the Shimmer now. And they all got their backpacks and guns ready. So this uh, this team's ready to enter. So when they get closer to the Shimmer, it sort of sounds like a plane's taking off or like thunder as it's like undulating. <laughs> and they hesitate before hopping in. And then, uh, boom, they all they all just uh, they mosey on in there. Then we get another title card. Vinny, do you know what this card says? The Shimmer? It does say the Shimmer. You got it. And... <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, do you remember what it cuts to right after that? Them? Oh, wait, wait no. no. A, a fucking. fucking. Yeah, it cuts to Natalie Portman <laughs> riding someone. Yeah. Which I know, man, that's a transition. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a bang. bang. Literally. That's right. <laughs> and, uh-oh, it's not Oscar Isaac. It's the fancy black professor. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we don't know where this fits into the timeline right now. But so he looks, looks like, like he's enjoying, enjoying himself. himself. It's Natalie Portman. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) You know, I don't like to talk about these things, but like, yes, I'm a man of a certain age. I was in love with Natalie Portman. Who wasn't? (laughs) Obviously, I picked this movie for a reason. That's my reason. Maybe Wong will be asking me about that afterwards once we're done talking about this movie. He'll be like, explain why you picked this movie. And I'll be like, not Natalie Portman. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, anywho, uh, after uh, Natalie Portman uh, is riding this guy, she wakes up in a tent. Which I think we're supposed to understand that these things sort of feel like they're happening happening simultaneously for her. So she crawls out looking suspicious. And there's a sort of rainbow light in the background of everything, which there is for pretty much every shot in the Shimmer, and it's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, they're in a forest, and it looks very overgrown, like it's uh, it's almost jungle-like. So the Swedish doctor and Gina Rodriguez are going through the food. And all of them pretty much say that they feel like they went straight from the tree line to this point. But going through all their stuff, it looks like they've gone through about three days worth of uh, supplies. So, (laughs) that's not good. No. No. Oh, it's It's a a real real lighthouse lighthouse, uh, situation going on here. In more ways than one. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I'm pretty excited for when we get to the lighthouse in this lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, so Tessa Thompson's been checking all the equipment, and it works fine, but anything that sends communications out of the Shimmer does not work. Which and is also a higher the... trope. Yeah, it is, pretty much. <laughs> also, the compass is broken, because they're apparently on the uh, the island from Lost. <laughs> so the Swedish doctor's like, I got a Boy Scout trick for this, to... because they uh, they basically just need to go south, and she's like, ah, you just do something with your fingers or something. I'm going to be honest, like I didn't her, pay attention. Like her, the, the heads, heads on, on the wash, I think, I think she, she said. said. Yeah, maybe. Which, Which I, I, I think myself, like, like if a compass or comms or any of that shit doesn't work, how, why, why would a watch work? I'm also, like, they seem pretty confident that, like, the, the way that the sun operates within this place is the same as it would outside of it. Right. Which I'm like, oh, that could be a classic mistake, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> I guess for the movie to work, it needs to work this way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jeff for Jason Lee at this point is basically like, boring she's like us we knew the equipment wouldn't work let's get moving she's very (laughs) much basically acting as like like the audience where it's like like, yeah yeah, well no duh none of your shit's gonna gonna work when you're in there it'd be too fucking easy so come on didn't you read the script (laughs) so they're on the move they're walking towards the sun and as they trudge through they come up on a swamp house next to a little pond with a sort of old busted satellite dish on top, and it kind of looks overrun by plants. And Natalie Portman's like, hey, the plants are all weird here. They look like they're constantly mutating. (laughs) So Gina Rodriguez finds a boat, and at this point, something grabs Tessa Thompson and yanks her into the swamp house. You're You're skipping a little little bit, but okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got notes? Why? What do you got? Let's hear it. No, no, that's so, so. So they take the boat over to the little like lake house, and they kind of like rummage around in there. And then she gets like pulled into the water inside the house. Did you feel like that sentence was worth it? Yeah, because, because you said, said they took a boat, and then she got dragged into the water. And she, no, come on, Jake, continuity. Let's go here. <laughs> No, no. I said she was yanked into the swamp house, which is what happened. They went. In. All right, just let's just keep going. The cabin is the swamp house. Yeah. The swamp house is the cabin. That's what she gets yanked into. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn, Ace Ventura. 
at any rate, she's okay because it's just got her by the bag. So Portman <laughs> rushes in to help, and all the other women join. They sort of yank her free from whatever's in the water. Although I bet we can guess what it is. Can so, you? Were you yeah. guess? Sure. Yeah. What else is like grabbing shit in the water? I I honestly was trying to think what it was going to be because this movie looked very like I don't know. I thought there was going to be like some weird like alien like creatures in this movie, but nope. Turns out it's just a gigantic albino. Uh, I think an alligator. It's not a crocodile. They call it an alligator, although frankly, through its uh. I don't want to get too into the weeds on this, but through certain characteristics, it has more crocodile type features, but I don't want to discuss like relative snout sizes or at, at any rate, at any rate, for the purposes of this movie, it's an alligator. Yes. A giant uh, albino alligator. So he comes up on the shore to greet him and he's not a friendly guy. So they shoot at him. <laughs> And as they do this, Portman manages to gun him down as he comes at her. And he does the classic uh, monster, um, movie monster thing of uh, opening up his mouth in order to reveal his weakest skin at her <laughs> as he's getting shot at. Because if she was just going for that, like, leathery skin, like, I don't I think he would have made it. I think so. He got, got too cocky, cocky is what happened. happened. I mean, it's always worked before. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Things always work until they do yeah, this, this is where, where we, we get, get like, like the first view of Natalie Portman being a badass. Yeah, well, she's uh she's a professor, doctor, biologist, who's also a soldier. I mean, come on. So after she buckaroo bonsai's this uh, crocodile to death. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, alligator. She notices that he has an extra uh, row of teeth, which is uh you know not normal. <laughs> So she says that this is like shark teeth. And Jennifer Jason Lee's like, well, is it like crossbred then? Like with sharks? Like if you made a crocodile fuck a shark, would you get like, I don't know, some kind of like croc shark or like some sort of like shark a dial? Shark a dial. Natalie Portman's like, no, that's not possible. And then she looks off into the distance as she remembers the time that she made that crocodile fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, she swabs his mouth to get some of that sweet, sweet DNA. And uh, <laughs> I want to point out that Gina Rodriguez at this point <laughs> kind of funnily complains about having to hold his uh, his jaws open yeah. and she's like looking at the teeth. It's she's like, like, can, can I, I drop this? This is getting kind of heavy. <laughs> Yeah. So that's the end of that scene, and uh, Portman's back in the interrogation of the future to talk to Bitchy Wong. <laughs> and she's talking about mutations. She's like, the mutations in the shimmer increased the closer you got to the lighthouse. There were more corruptions, more duplications. And Wong's like, maybe you imagined it. And Portman's like, nah, then it wouldn't be the same when we all imagined it. <laughs> He's like, fuck, she's got me there. Yeah, he basically explains, he wants to explain a lot of things, uh, basically saying, like, it was, must have been, like, a nightmare. She's like, well, not all of it. Some of it was beautiful. Yeah, she likes, she needs to point out, she's like, hey, Wong, 
Hey, look at me. Both eyes on mine. Are you ready for this? Some of these mutations? Wong, are you listening? We're fine as fuck. <laughs> okay? Some Maybe of them were like, why he's angry. Damn. Is that he was like, I wish I could have went in there. Hey, I've never seen a fucking deer with flowers on its antlers. <laughs> fucking bullshit. All my deer got normal antlers like assholes. When, when she, she talked, talked about, about the shark and dial, he was, was like, oh, that, that sounds awesome. <laughs> They're like, maybe it's got like lasers and guns too. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so we're back in the shimmer now where the women are paddling down the river. And Nally Portman suddenly has a bruise on her arm. She's like, eh, it's probably from the gator. The Swedish doctor's like, yeah, probably. That's probably bullshit. But sure, whatever. <laughs> so the Swedish doctor's like, so you're like a commando or something, basically? Professor? <laughs> and Portman's like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe I should have told you guys about the many years I was in the military. And, you know... I guess maybe I also should have mentioned that my husband was in the military. <laughs> she doesn't but mention a lot of things to these people. Yeah, she's kind of a dick. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> this is at the point, uh, as they're rowing, that we get kind of more of a personal background in all of characters. Yes, because the Swedish doctor reveals that she has a theory, which is that Everyone who volunteered for these missions must be a little fucked up. And she's like, come, take a journey with me, Natalie Portman. <laughs> she's like, here we look at Gina, who is listening to us from the other boat. <laughs> Gina is a recovered addict, which means she's always an addict. She's like, yeah, that's pretty dick. <laughs> and she's like, Tessa Thompson, a cutter. Yeah. And Natalie Portman's like, suicide? And she's like... Ironically, to feel more alive. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what? Just <laughs> like Jennifer Jason Lee, a blank slate, but we can agree her career wasn't as good after the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and me, Swedish doctor, as I was called by mother and papa. <laughs> My daughter died of leukemia. <laughs> and she's like, it's pretty much fine, though, because... It was just like two people died that day. My daughter and the happy person I used to be. <laughs> and Portman's like, yeah. Okay. So we're sending in a drunk suicide pro. Where? Uh, and a friendless, loveless woman. <laughs> For research... <laughs> yeah, what they don't know is this is actually just a reality show. <laughs> it's just called Sad House. Oh, I was like, like is, is this like the, the new season of Naked and Afraid? afraid except, except they're fully clothed. <laughs> so, so it's, it's just, just all afraid. I got a better idea, and it's standing in front of you trying to bite your face but getting shot for it. <laughs> the show is called Sharkadile Hunters. Yes. <laughs> Someone, Someone please, please make, make a t-shirt for us with, with that. <laughs> please. <laughs> At any rate, um, <clears throat> they come up onto an army fort now that has a bunch of barbed wire, but conveniently has the front gate left wide open. Nice. Yep. 
So this is where the headquarters used to be before the shiver kept expanding, which is hilarious. <laughs> so Portman's looking at some more flower mutations, which she compares to tumors. Avid? I see. I did not pick that up. That's right. Yeah, no, there's a lot of cancer stuff in here. Obviously, the leukemia. Certain other characters who are currently hiding their... Uh... At any rate, we'll get to that. <laughs> so they head into the mess hall, and there are beds and bags there, but they think they're abandoned. So Gina Rodriguez finds a sweet-ass gun, and she's very into it for a paramedic. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, yeah, look at this thing. <laughs> Awesome, just like, right? yeah, yeah, I've spent years dealing with the uh, fallout from the effects of gun violence. That's, this shit makes me hard. <laughs> <laughs> Although she is immediately like, ah, fuck, it's too heavy. So Natalie Portman within this mess hall sees a board that has a bunch of names on it on the wall. And her husband's team was there because she recognizes her husband's name. So she's like, damn, I got to, like, let people in on this, but not blow up my spot. <laughs> so she's like, oh, uh, is this the name of the soldiers on the last expedition? I definitely wouldn't recognize one in particular. <laughs> and Tessa Thompson's like, liar. yes, yes. I noticed some of the names are crossed out, which, you know, Gator's got to eat. So and Portman's like, they had guard rotations. I think we should, too. And, yeah, I mean, it clearly worked out so well for them. <laughs> and it will do the same for the women? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Jeff or Jason Lee's like, I got good news, guys. They don't have Netflix, but I found a tape on the table here. So we got something to watch tonight. <laughs> oh, no. It is marked in a bag that says, for those that follow. Let's <laughs> just... Let's just dive into this. Let's just yeah. like stab right into this and just like start digging through it. Uh, Thompson's like, hey, I got a video player for this. Let's do it. So in the video is Oscar Isaac standing shirtless next to another soldier. And he's uh, Oscar Isaac, I should say, has a big knife, which he immediately takes and digs into the guy's chest. Very deep. <laughs> And he starts cutting it, and everyone watching is immediately like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so, after he digs it in, he peels back the flesh to reveal that the guy's intestines underneath are moving around like they're fucking snakes. Yeah. And once intestines start moving around like that, people are pretty much done with your video. <laughs> This is a real two girls in a cup situation where are like, nah, I can't make it back. I can't make it past the snake intestines. So no. they slam the video shut. And then Gina Rodriguez is like, well, I guess it's clear that the last group went crazy. And the Swedish doctor's like, yeah, but like, what about the snake intestines? <laughs> and she's like, it's a trick of the light, which I'm like, damn. That... This is some real Scully on X-Files shit. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, like you're, you're really gonna, gonna die, die on that hill. Like, like she was, she's, she's like, like, "Come on, don't look, look at the lights. lights. Look, look at, at how that that whole scene was filmed." So some, some pretty, pretty shoddy stuff going on here. The four rest of them are like, "It was obviously snake intestines." <laughs> <laughs> and 
And Gina's like, nah, I'm not watching. This is bullshit. This is fake news. <laughs> so And then, and then she, she like walks over to the corner and suddenly whispers, whispers to herself, Those were real snake contestants. <laughs> <laughs> so Natalie Portman's having a tough time with this, pretty obviously, you know, watching her husband saw someone up like that. <laughs> and Jennifer Jason Lee is on the move, and the other women follow her. She heads to an abandoned swimming pool, and on the wall of the pool in the deep end, they find Mr. Snake intestines, but uh, he's made some changes. Some because, changes. Unfortunately, that wasn't the end of it for him, because he looks kind of like an exploded flower thing. It's like, like a... Kind of like, like a... His body looked like it took, took a coral grenade, and it just went off. That's right, yeah, so like... His skeleton's in the middle, but there's, like, a weird plant growth, like, bursting forth from him. Like, all along up the walls. It's It's fucking wild looking. looking. Yeah, it's a pretty harrowing image. (laughs) So, Tessa Thompson finds the knife in the water, and she's like, hmm, I guess this confirms it. (laughs) Yeah, no, obviously. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So she's like, let's not stay here. And Jennifer Jason Lee says... Eh, it'd be too hard to find somewhere else. (laughs) So Portman's going to take some samples of the flower man. And then we cut to Natalie Portman in her bed at home where Oscar Isaac is bringing her some orange juice because he's leaving a day early. And in fact, he is leaving right now. Because you know what, Vin? That dude's not going to cut his own belly. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's He's got to cut others. That's That's his his job in in the the unit. unit. Like, what, they're just going to cut their own bellies? <laughs> and leave those snake intestines undisturbed? I think not. That's so wild. And then after he does it in the video, he, like, drops the knife, and he's, like, amazed while he's washing his bloody hands in the water. Yeah, he also does a bit, I guess we didn't say, where he's like, you see that? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, dude, I can't unsee it is the problem. Yeah. Another, you, <laughs> you know... Glossary of terrific fucking scenes that are gonna probably approach us in the middle of the night while we're sleeping. Yeah, it's just like one of a bevy of like awful images we've subjected ourselves to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking like be in a nightmare where I'm gonna fall on like a shard of wood in my eye, and then all of a sudden my intestines are just gonna like. Yeah. Like, someday I'm going to be in an insane asylum, like, scribbling on a notepad, and it's just all going to be, like, snake intestines and, like, ladies being sawed in half upside down. (laughs) But anyways, so he's kind of upset with Natalie Portman while he's talking to her, but he makes a point of telling her that he loves her when he leaves, and she's like, what's going on here? So she tries to kiss him, but he's like, no, thank you, and then heads out the door. (laughs) So we're back in the shimmer, and Portman's looking at the flower man's cells during her nighttime watch. And the Swedish doctor wakes up, and she's like, man, that's some bullshit, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And Portman's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm going to go check on Jennifer Jason Lee. She's, like, out on uh, watch right now. And Jennifer Jason Lee is outside in, like, sort of a little kiosk thing. I guess it must be, like, where the guard was. Yeah, yeah. Because that that was the old old site, right? right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So she's got her map out. And she's like, oh, if you'd like to know what's happening in the next scene, we're going to head for this next community they evacuated two years ago. 
And Portman's like, right, right, right. That's good exposition. <laughs> and Jennifer Jason Lee is like, well, you know, before I didn't think it was such a good idea, but after watching your husband butcher that guy, I guess I'm pretty glad that you didn't tell the team that you were married to him. <laughs> and Portman's like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, this, do, uh, this do is you want to tell me? Bite, bite me in the ass, ass later. later. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hold those bear screams in for now. Um, Portman's like, hey, why did he volunteer? And Jennifer Jason Lee's like, hmm, yeah, no, that would definitely go against the, the oath I swore, but... <laughs> She's like, instead, let's bring it back to another thematic talk about this movie. You know, we don't all commit suicide, but we all pretty much do bad shit to destroy ourselves. Like, for instance... Fuck handsome professors when we're married. <laughs> and then Jennifer Jason Lee's like, you could pretty much tell me about it, though, because psychology is basically biology, so you'd know better than me. And Natalie Portman's face says, I literally don't. That's why I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> so enough of this talk for now, because they hear something off in the darkness. And the Swedish doctor comes out to join them. They can't see anything, even with their night vision goggles. <laughs> but, uh-oh, a bear comes out of nowhere and snags the Swedish doctor, and then drags her off into the night. It's, it's pretty, pretty quick. quick. Yeah, a whole lot. So, <laughs> you, you don't really see it, and, and then nope. you, you just, just hear her screams just, just kind of slowly fade away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you hear some basic bear noises, like some, like, roar, and, like, <laughs> I enjoy honey from time to time. Um... So they try to pursue her, but they can't catch him. But they do hear her screams echo off through the night <laughs> as the bear drags her off. And it's morning now. And Tessa Thompson's like, so I guess we should talk about whether or not this trip is over. Uh-huh. And Jennifer Jason Lee is like, the fuck are you talking about? We're not at the lighthouse yet. She's like, hey, hey, assholes. Maybe you're going. Maybe you're not. I don't care. I'm going. It's up to you. So, right after this, Gina's pretty pissed that Natalie Portman wasn't on their side about leaving the Shimmer. And Portman's like, "What? no, baby, 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 I'm on your side. But uh, what if we try this angle? She's like, the Shimmer's a circle, right? <laughs> and Gina's like, yeah, it's a circle, I guess. And she's like, well, it took us six days to get in here. And the coast is only two days away. Ergo, if you think about it, the quickest way to get out is actually if we press on. And Gina Rodriguez, you could tell her she's doing the mental math in her head, where she's like, fuck. And then Thompson, Tessa Thompson's like, we get out by going deeper in, if you like. <laughs> I'm sorry, deeper in. <laughs> and then Natalie Portman responds, if you like. And then Gina Rodriguez gives my favorite line reading of the whole movie, where she's like, like? No, I don't fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best. (laughs) (laughs) So Gina's like, so are these like a bunch of mind games to get us to the lighthouse? And Portman's like, "Uh, I don't think my husband, I mean, my hubris (laughs) would allow us not to get to the lighthouse. (laughs) So we flash back to the future and Wong's like, so it's pretty much your fault they died. Uh, It's It's like like one one of those moments where she's like, like, what, what can possibly, possibly go wrong? wrong? 
and then Natalie Portman's narrated voiceovers, and that's when everything went wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and other than a guilt trip, Wong has more information for us. He's like, I mean, Jennifer Jason Lee had cancer. Like, you obviously knew that. I'm like, did she? <laughs> Can she tell from about people's cells just by looking at them? Is she like some sort of like... She's Buckaroo Banzai. She's just true, the yeah. ultimate being. I guess it's difficult to tell like what sort of powers she might have. She is Natalie Portman. It is difficult, but she's got them. You know? Both character and real personality Portman has mystical powers. That's right. Well, we head back into the jungle, and everyone's walking with Jennifer Jason Lee. And then she does a sort of classic bit where the leader of the pack holds up their hands to stop everyone, which I fucking love that move. <laughs> but uh, they find a piece of the Swedish doctor, and Jennifer Jason Lee's like, well, she's dead. And everyone's like, ah, we should probably verify that. And Natalie Portman immediately is like, I will go alone to investigate this. Just like, okay, but why alone? But uh, <laughs> she's not telling. So she goes off on her own into the jungle where she sees uh, a couple of animals grazing. And it's a couple of white-ass deer who have flowers on their antlers. Mm-hmm. And they look cool as shit. Some, so like, the- Princess Mononoke looking shit. Well, I like that. You keep dropping those dimes, Fed. <laughs> So they hop off in unison out of there, and then Portman finds the corpse of the Swedish doctor, where her throat's all torn out. So she heads back to the group immediately, and is like, <laughs> well, she's dead. <laughs> Time to march on. It's so, so fast, fast and, and abrupt. It's just it's like, like, yeah, it almost seems that. like you really didn't need to do this part. <laughs> it's like, no, we get it. There's a piece of her missing. She's dead. Like, I'm with Jennifer Jason Lee on this one. But uh, bad news on this March, Finn, because Gina's starting to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they head into Ye Old Flower Village, which is overrun with jungle foliage now. And they sit down at an outside table where Gina Rodriguez is looking at a group of people who seem to have uh, suddenly turned into flowers kind of spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Or the, I think they imagine at first that the flowers grew like, into uh, people's shapes. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, wow, why are the flowers kind right. of shaping themselves like humans? And I think now, it was Tessa Thompson that, like, explains that she's pretty sure that those were humans first. Yes, right. I got a whole note on this here. So, because Portman goes to get a closer look at them. But, hey, Tessa Thompson's got a theory that she wants to drop on us. Maybe the waves from the radios aren't blocked they're refracted. Maybe the shimmer's like a prism that refracts not just light, but also genetic code. Now, Which this is... is not possible, as Natalie Portman points out. But hey, it's a movie. Let's move on. Like, whatever. I'm not going <laughs> to... I won't stomp on them on this one. So they head into the house where Gina's looking all itchy as she puts her hoodie on. And she can see something moving inside of her hand where Portman uh, sort of catches a glance of her looking all crazy. And then in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, Portman (laughs) wakes up to do some more genetic tests, and she takes a sample from her own blood, and she puts it under the scope, and guess what? The shimmer's going to do some shimmer shit to that blood because it splits in half and then starts refracting. So, ruh-roh, Tessa was right on that one. (laughs) 
So we cut back to her fucking the professor again. And she's like, man, we shouldn't have fucked. And the professor's <laughs> like, that asshole's never home. And also, I'm smart and sexy. Your resort. And she's like, maybe your wife? And he's like, I love my wife. But Natalie Portman, come on. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's like, like, I, I love, love my, my wife, wife, but she's, she's got, got nothing, nothing to do with this, Nat. Come on, it's you. Like, ever since I saw Leon the Professional, and she's like, ew, ew. I was too young. <laughs> he was like, I was young then, too. It's not a problem. <laughs> I can't <laughs> like, believe you said that. Actually, it was an age-appropriate crush at the time. And she's like, you watched it last week, didn't you? And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> you, you can't, can't prove that. <laughs> oh, my so, God. <laughs> the long and short of this is basically that uh, Natalie Portman believes that Oscar Isaac went into the shimmer because he found out about the affair. <laughs> so he's like, hey, the professor's like, guess what? It's yourself you hate. Which is a real gambit at this point. Wow, he's, he's doubling, doubling down, down, yeah. She's like, nah, I'm pretty sure I hate you too. <laughs> he's, he's like, like you, you hate yourself. You, you fuck, fuck me more? <laughs> <laughs> it's worked for some. <laughs> after, <laughs> after Natalie Portman is done with this happy memory, she wakes up to Gina pointing a gun in her face, and then Gina calls her a lying bitch. And kind of whomps her with the butt of the rifle. So now Portman's gagged to a chair. And so are Jennifer Jason Lee and Tessa Thompson. Mm -hmm. And Gina Rodriguez has Natalie Portman's locket, which has a picture of Oscar Isaac in it. Which, like, if you were trying to hide this from these people, why did you bring this in there with you? But, oh, well, I mean, I'm sure she's thinking the same thing strapped to that chair right now. That's exactly what was probably in her mind was, why did I bring this with me? So Gina Rodriguez is playing America's hottest new game, which is, is this brother, boyfriend, or husband? And then she's like, yeah, it's husband. So it's like, wow, I mean, you guessed right on the first one. Yeah. So... She does some interrogating of Natalie Portman, but while Natalie Portman's mouth is covered, which seems like a rookie mistake to me. <laughs> so it's all like, tell me, is it your husband? And Natalie Portman's like, yeah, it's your husband. I guess she's she's going with whatever she feels like at this point. So Gina surmises that Jennifer Jason Lee knew, but Tessa Thompson didn't. And she's like, all right, let's go back here. Like, let's talk about the shimmer theories. All right. This feels like a good time to break it down. If something killed them or they went crazy, let's take a look here. So Tessa was almost killed by the alligator. And and she cries at this point. The Swedish doctor was killed by the bear. So theory one fits. But what this crazy monologue presupposes is maybe it doesn't. (laughs) And maybe, in fact, they did go crazy. Because she's like, I never actually saw a bear, and you're a liar, so <laughs> hashtag CNN fake news. And she's like, I feel like your husband went crazy and killed everyone, and that one kind of sits better with me at this juncture, so. <laughs> and she's like, because guess what? Something's crawling under my skin right now, 
And if your husband was crazy, it's not really there. Which I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can see why you might be motivated to believe that. Now, She's really going heavily hard on snake contestants do not exist. Yeah, she's like, my fingerprints are moving, and I'm afraid you guys are going to snake contestants me. But guess what? You're the ones tied to the chair, <laughs> yeah. and guess who's got the knife? <laughs> so this is like I was saying before, like uh, women getting to play a different part in this movie. Gina Rodriguez playing like the person who goes crazy in a commando mission is not a part she would normally get to play, but she is doing very well with it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was definitely, definitely like, oh man, Tessa, Tessa Thompson's, Thompson's probably going to be the, the first, first one, one to get, get it. it. And that's <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> um, so, well, it's time to get into this. <laughs> There's a bit of an interruption. <laughs> Because we hear the Swedish doctor screaming, help me, in the distance. So Gina's a little upset about this, so she drops the lights. But, uh-oh, now a bear's growling. So all three who are tied up are like, what the fuck? <laughs> and we see a bear silhouette enter, and this bear looks all fucked up. Yeah, like, like beyond like, fucked like, up. Yeah, pieces of his flesh, like, hanging off. Like, he looks pretty gross. So he creeps up on them in between the chairs. And then he opens his big old maw, and, oh, I should note that Gina went out to meet the bear before this, but was attacked by it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely skipped right over that, because I wanted to get to the good stuff. <laughs> so, Gina well, pursued... Right, so, so, let me... I'll, 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 I'll explain, explain what the bear yeah, pick up the like pieces. a little bit more. Um, so, so, the bear... Think, think of it this way. way. His head is, is like, like an ox skull? Because, like... like there's no skin or flesh, and it's all bone. And, like, the mouth is, like, it's long. It looks like, like an ox snout. It, yeah, he, he definitely doesn't have a bear snout anymore. No, it's, it's, it's long. Like, like it's, it's, a, it's a long fucking mouth. Yeah, he merged with something else, and it was not agreeable. <laughs> it did um, not agree with his diet. Let's get to the other thing about this bear, though, which is... He opens up his big old maw, and instead of roaring, he screams, help me, in the voice of the Swedish doctor. <laughs> and I gotta say, Vin, I saw this movie two years ago in theaters, and this shit's pretty much fucked me up since then. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> fucking crazy. I, I don't ever again want to see a bear scream like the lady that he killed. <laughs> what, what do you, you think, think he'd sound like... <laughs> When, when he, he kills, kills uh, Gina, Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> You're like, oh, my skin's crawling. Oh, I'm crazy. You lying bitch. You lying bitch. Definitely not a bear. <laughs> that, that would make, that that would make, make it, it, the scene kind of go, go down, down a little easier. <laughs> now, after this, Natalie Portman's like, hey, don't react. The bear's just doing it for attention. <laughs> Now, and I can I can relate to this emotionally. Mad that no one's reacting to his bit, the bear gives a real roar, <laughs> and then he does the doctor scream right on Tessa Thompson. Like, are you not understanding? It's your friend screaming from a bear's mouth. <laughs> so then the bear's like, "All right, I've had enough," and he slowly puts his mouth on Tessa Thompson's arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Like he's like, I'm definitely gonna eat you, but I'm gonna make sure it hurts as much as possible. It's, it's like, like Tessa Thompson's, Thompson's like, like looking, looking around, around and like, is this, is this really fucking happening? <laughs> She'd be like, Is the doctor eating me? I'm not sure I get all this. <laughs> <laughs> so Gina's not dead though, so she wanders back in all bloody and she shoots the bear. The bear's pissed and he runs over and fucks her up. Yeah, this is the, the only uh, second time in cinema that I've seen a bear fucking maul someone to death, and they are both very disappointing. In a, oh, I don't, I don't ever want to watch that again. I mean, he rips Gina Rodriguez's jaw off, and if you want to see a bear do that in a fun movie, uh, watch a Golden Compass, where two polar bears get into a fight. And one of them rips another bear's jaw off. That's pretty awesome. I don't remember anything else but the rest of that movie. But uh, anyways. Bear on bear violence is okay. (laughs) Good news for this bear sizzle reel. He's got more screams now because he killed Gina. (laughs) (laughs) So for his next open mic uh, night, he's got a a new uh, impression to drop. (laughs) So the bear goes for Portman. But Tessa Thompson's free now, and she shoots the bear to death. And Jeff or Jason Lee is like, well, I think there's probably no time like the present for heading to the lighthouse. Let's go now. Go, 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 go. Because our bodies and minds are falling apart. So she takes off, leaving Natalie Portman and Tessa Thompson behind. And it's daylight the next day, and Tessa's kneeling in the flowers. And Portman goes over to join her. And when she does, she's like, so we leaving or Cause, you know, lighthouse is pretty close. And Thompson's like, hey, how long was your husband in the shimmer? A year? And she's like, Natalie Portman's like, I guess. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm right about that refraction. Portman's like, yeah, pretty much. Thompson's like, hey, do you think it was weird when the bear screamed like our friend? <laughs> Pretty fucked up, up. yeah. She's like, you know what would be pretty bad is if a bear killed you and then screamed like you for the rest of the bear's life. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, Tessa, that would be pretty bad. And she's like, I guess that's informed this next decision. (laughs) And she's like, because check out this shit that's crawling under my arm. Which is another thing that really bothers me, by the way. Yeah, it's so something that just like get like plant sprouts coming out from her. Yeah, yeah. Which is a particular phobia I have of things crawl, uh, growing under your skin. Mm-hmm. So Tessa Thompson's like Jennifer Jason Lee wants to fight to face the shimmer. And you want to fight it, but what if there's a third option where we just give up? <laughs> She's like, anyways, check out my new plant arms. <laughs> Then she walks off into a clearing, and Portman goes around the bend, but she's gone. But there are a whole group of flower people there, so we got a new theory on how they got there to begin with. Yeah, I mean, out of all of the deaths that have happened in this movie so far, Tessa Thompson at least got off pretty nice. Yeah, she turned into a flower, whatever. I mean, it's all, it's exactly what she wanted, right? It's the closest thing to her living. Is her yeah. facing death by turning into a plant. Sun shining, she's getting enough water. Who gives a fuck? 
Now, I would be concerned because she's by the coast that, like, global warming might get her, but... I mean, you can... Does the shimmer protect global warming, though? I guess if it kills all the people, it would. <laughs> That's the way to think about it. But we're back to the future, where Wong's like, so, one by one, they all disappeared except for you. How do you explain that? And, like, I wanted to hop into this movie at this point to be like, dude... Weren't you listening to the fucking story? The bear got two, and one turned into a flower. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty simple. simple. Catch <laughs> up. Now, Dish we're up long. to... <laughs> we're up to our uh, next title card. Vinny, do you know what this title card says? The Lighthouse. Yeah, how exciting. I was like, Fair. hey, don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> you get me excited. So, we're back in the domestic uh, bliss of uh, Oscar Isaac and Portman. Because they're on the couch, and he's just, they do a bit where he's just like, hey, and she's like, hey, and this is enough to make Natalie Portman in The Shimmer cry uncontrollably, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I wish you had happier memories than that. <laughs> we're not going on a lot. It's like, like, like yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting, getting tickling, fucking, and crying. And that's, that's it. it. I mean, I mean like, like, whatever, whatever happened to, like, like, maybe, like, happy times and, like, the army or something? Yeah, remember when they all killed refugees together? <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Good times. Natalie Portman has made it to the beach. And it's got a nice shimmer going. So she drops her bag and heads to the lighthouse. <laughs> where I presume someone is upstairs with, uh, fucking something with tentacles. <laughs> Now, the trees on the beach kind of look like glass the closer she gets to the lighthouse. And the lighthouse is overgrown with plants, which, like, of course, all the buildings have been. Mm -hmm. So Portman's got her gun ready to go in to, I guess, shoot the dividing cells within. (laughs) What What else can you do? I guess I'm wondering what she thinks the gun's going to do in there, but whatever. So outside of the lighthouse, a bunch of skulls sit in front of it in a line. Which, you know, that's fun. It's a nice, nice touch. It's a detail, detail, you know? Yeah, I like when the Shimmer really puts some effort into uh, decorating. <laughs> so she heads into the lighthouse, and right when she's in, she sees a giant-ass hole in the floor, where I suppose we can assume the meteor went. And next to it, sitting cr- <laughs> sitting crisscross applesauce, is a burned-up body. <laughs> And it seems like this would be a mystery that would remain forever, but hey, good news. There's a video camera set up pointing right at who, where that body is. So Natalie Portman's like, well, I haven't been disappointed yet by what I find on the videos in this place. Let's give it another go. <laughs> so let's go to the tape, Finn. And what do we find? We see some B-roll of the beach and the glass trees and the skulls and the shot of the hole. And then Oscar Isaac is set up near the wall where he takes a seat and he's talking now with the southern accent, strangely. Yeah. I, I thought I was a man. I had a life. People called me Kane. People called me Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know what's going on. He's like, also, my skin's moving like liquid. <laughs> Which and is I'm not into that. <laughs> he's like, so. Have you ever heard of a phosphorus grenade? (laughs) He's like, you should probably avert your eyes on this one. So he lights his own ass up with the grenade, and he is dead, and also a shadow on the wall. (laughs) Now, I should point out that there was someone taping this the whole time, 
who promised to find Natalie Portman. Vinny, would you like to say who this person was? Uh, it, it was, was Oscar. Oscar. That's right. It's another Oscar Isaac. <laughs> so that's not good. No. <laughs> and Portman doesn't like that at all. So she closes the camera being like, God damn it. How did I fall for this again? <laughs> two, two in one, one trip. trip. Damn it. My, My husband's, husband's crafty. crafty. <laughs> yeah, he's really putting on a show here. <laughs> so she looks down into the hole where she can hear Jennifer Jason Lee crying. And she points her gun at it, like, yeah, that'll fix it. <laughs> so she climbs down into the hole. And when she gets down there, it's sort of like an all-black room that kind of looks like if you skinned Alien from Aliens yeah, and then, yeah. like, wallpapered a room with it. I was gonna that's kind of what this place looks it like. It looks like the inside of Dormammu. You know, from, from Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Sure. Hey, Wong knows what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... We see Jennifer Jason Lee, but not her face. And they're in an all black cave and she's saying some weird shit. Mm-hmm. And uh oh, her eyes seem to have disappeared. She says, this is the last phase, the unfathomable depths of the mind. And like shit like that, basically. Right. Yeah. 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 Some, some Cthulhu ass shit. And then when she turns around, she looks kind of normal. And she says, I needed to know what was inside the lighthouse. Well, now I know, and it's inside me. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> so she's like, it's not like us. It's unlike us, which I'm like good at it. She <laughs> says, can't really tell what, if anything, it wants, but it is growing. And she's like, basically, we're all going to be the shimmer. And anyway, she screams stuff about annihilation, and then she pukes out a bunch of fragmented light, which swirls around her with a bright glow. And her body sort of fades away and turns into the light. And then the screen goes all yellow. And as this is happening, Natalie Portman started watching the pretty sparks breaking off of her and floating away. And they like light up her eyes as she's watching it. And she's looking at. This is going to be a difficult one to describe, but I'm going to take my best shot at it. I have a a note, but you you go go first. No, you go first. You go first. Uh, You have so few notes. I'd love to indulge you on some. So 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 Natalie Portman, from from what what I I can tell, tell, is staring staring down the face of a a galactic galactic anus? Well, that is a way to describe it. Let's see what mine says and then compare notes so to speak <laughs> this is actually i guess literally comparing notes this is not just a, a phrase here uh she's looking at what i would describe as sort of a sideways jack-o'-lantern shape <laughs> but it's also kind of a fucking space cloud or something and it's like undulating and moving at galactic anus or you know sideways jack-o'-lantern that's also a space cloud <laughs> or the other one or the other. It's basically like a crazy-ass screensaver. <laughs> and Natalie Portman's mesmerized by it, and sort of starts to surround her as she's looking at it. The music, the music gets, gets pretty, pretty intense, intense at this, this point, point, too. Oh, yeah, this is when it starts the Annihilation theme, which I really love. Yeah. It's like basically like... So a drop of blood comes off of her face and floats into the light, sort of undulating in the middle. And then we watch the uh, the cell, the blood cell split and then multiply very, very rapidly. And this one drop of blood 
eventually forms a sort of humanoid figure. Looks, looks like, like a. a <laughs> looks like, like a potty from the Power Rangers show. show. It's definitely more shiny than that. So I would describe <laughs> it as sort of a rainbow gimp. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. <laughs> it has no face or features, so Portman's like, well, I definitely brought this gun in here for something. <laughs> <laughs> so she tries to shoot it, but it just kind of grows out like light tentacles or something behind itself when this happens. And she's like, I got a new plan. Run! Yeah. <laughs> so she takes off and scampers back out the hole, but uh, the black... <laughs> the rainbow gimp <laughs> follows her out and uh, is waiting for her up top. So, let's see. She tries to maneuver, but uh, at this point, the thing starts sort of like mirroring all of her moves. Mm-hmm. Like anything she does, the thing kind of does back at her. Right. Which is like a crazy-ass scene that's about to happen. So, Natalie Portman tries to whack it with a tripod, but the thing knocks her ass out. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then it, it just kind of stands, stands there for a second, second and, then and then it falls, falls over, too. too. Yeah, and it lies down on the ground in the same way that she is. And <laughs> then as she stumbles up, it, it like copies her movements and does the same thing. And then the thing pins her against the door. Yeah. And Portman struggles, but it presses closer and closer. It's the, the most, most intense-looking intense hug. Yeah. And she's gasping, but eventually she passes out. And then they both dramatically collapse. And she wakes up on the ground next to the thing, and they both struggle to get up again. And Portman's bleeding from the head, looking all dazed. And the hole up top from where the meteor uh, came into the lighthouse is, like, shining brightly at this point. And so Portman's looking around, like, all quizzically at stuff, because she sort of seems to be back out of it. And while she's looking at the thing, it looks back at her. So she approaches it cautiously. And she's like, how about this move? So she hands the thing the phosphorus grenade. (laughs) (laughs) And as she does this, the thing manages to do what no 16-year-old girl in 1999 with a cutout from a magazine could do. And that's look exactly like Natalie Portman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it turns into her, but Portman sets off the grenade in in its hands and goes running. And it looks all sad (laughs) (laughs) as it gets lit up. And then Portman heads for the door. It looks confused because it's, it's on fire and it's just kind of like, like looking around like, what, what is going Oh, on? you're not on fire. Why am I? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's not, not fair. fair. This improv exercise has gone off the rails. <laughs> it stumbles down back into the hole where uh-huh. the Galacticanus was. And then it sets ablaze the whole entire lighthouse. Yeah, before it dived back in there, it it also touched the uh, Oscar Isaac skeleton, which, like, lit that up. So the whole lighthouse is on fire. And it's a sort of, like, crazy, like, shimmer flame that's, like, glowing blue. Mm-hmm. And Portman's outside watching it burn. And the flaming double climbs back down to the hole, back down to its alien lair where everything's on fire. <laughs> and then we're back to the observation room, and Wong's like... So it was aliens. <laughs> Portman's like, nah, but also, I don't know. She's like, he's like, what did it want? And she's like, it didn't want anything. It was just copying me. And he's like, but then it could still destroy everything. And it's like, yeah, life just be that way. Yeah, she's, she's like, like it's, it's not, it's not, not like, like it wants, 
it's, it's more, more like, like it, it, it's, it's creating. creating. Yeah, she was like, it wasn't destroying. It was just doing what it does, which happens to destroy everything. Yeah. <laughs> which, again, is a, sort of a metaphor for cancer. Yeah. Yep. So there yeah. you go. Okay, yeah. And Wong's like, well, whatever. You killed it, and the shimmer disappeared, so no harm, no foul. So Portman, at this point, uh, takes a big old swig of water which uh, previously her hand had been reflected in, Vin. I wonder what that means. And Portman's like, why don't you take me to my alien mate? I mean, husband. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> after the shimmer burned down, Oscar Isaac woke up, and he's good as new, baby. So Natalie Portman goes in to see him, and he's looking around kind of all weirdly. And she's like, so, not my husband? And he's like, uh... I don't know. <laughs> He's like, are you Natalie Portman? And she's like, I don't oh, know. fuck. Now I don't know either. <laughs> and he's like, come here, baby. So he's like, come in for a big old hug. So they get refracted through some blue light in the uh, window at this point. So more, more visual language there. And then their eyes do some sort of weird shimmer shit as they hug. And uh, guess what, Earth? You fucked. Because that's the end of Annihilation. Uh, so I, have, I have problems with that let's, ending. But why let's, don't let's, let's, let's round this out. out? Let's get let's get to the eternal question first. It falls on me to ask you this because I selected the movie. Vinny, did I scare you? No, no. You're fucking full of shit. You what? tell me that bear screaming like that lady didn't scare you? No, no I, I actually, actually kind of giggled, giggled a little, little bit at that scene. scene. You're telling me intestine snakes didn't scare that you? That freaked me out. That did yeah. really freak me out. I was, I was like, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it scared you. Don't fucking fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, I would say this. It's not the scariest movie ever, but yeah, there are definitely things in it that I find frightening. personally. Scenes, yeah. But, uh, all right, I guess let's get to the larger issue. What did you think of the movie in general? I don't know. I I, I thought, thought it was okay. Um, I guess I, guess I didn't, didn't really get, get the grand picture of it all. But I thought it, I, just like, it feels like the movie's been kind of done before. You know, it, it took on a lot of liberties of, like, what other movies have done already. I mean, like, the pictures of body snatchers is basically the same kind of thing that's Except sort of different that's a good movie though depending is. on which version but well, um the old one, yeah i did note that in the trivia they were like uh this movie sh- has a lot of similarities to the hp lovecraft story color out of uh space and i was like shit <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks like, like you have a type, type jake yeah i guess i'm like I guess I have this real fear of, like, colors coming out of space to get us. I think think Jake's Jake's next movie is going to end up picking his blood machines. What's that one? Does, like, the color orange come out of space to get us? Nah, it's this movie on Shudder that looks very visually, like, pleasurable in colors and whatnot, so... I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's broadcast as a show. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the end of this movie. Uh, Yeah, what's your problem with the end of it? I, so, clearly, Natalie Portman gives the thing the phosphorus grenade and sets it on fucking fire. How does, how does alien Natalie Portman get out? Like, come on. 
Well, I believe that the point that they're trying to make is, firstly, everything that goes within the Shimmer starts sharing characteristics with other things in there. Right? Like, that's how the bear... already fucked. The bear ends up with the ox snout, and, you know, the uh, crocodile ends up with the teeth. Sharkadile. (laughs) Sharkadile. The sharkadile, of course. The honorable gentleman from Connecticut is correct. Um... (laughs) So the idea is that once that thing comes out of the hole, it's like the difference between her and it is there is no difference now. That's why I believe earlier in the movie they show the two gazelle hopping off the same. Yeah. Oh. So we can we can assume that one of them was like started its life as a normal gazelle, and then there was two of them, and now they just like work in concert going forward. But Natalie Portman. Oh. Okay, that, that makes, makes sense. sense because wow, and I guess I'm a fucking idiot because I didn't even put this together. But Natalie Portman does destroy herself, as they talked about. Oh, yeah. But she can't really get rid of it completely. So here's the thing is those, <laughs> the Oscar Isaac that comes out of the Shimmer was the copy, but it also still has characteristics of the real Oscar Isaac. And the her that comes out of the Shimmer was the original her, but has characteristics of the copy. So you have to assume that together they are going to form some sort of new uh, configuration of this. And uh, yeah, the shimmer will go on. <laughs> Much like Celine Dion's heart. This kind of reminds, reminds me of like, like uh, oh boy, I'm going to bore you, but I'll, I'll keep, keep it quick. quick. Uh, it's just an anime called Parasite. Where it's, it's a lot like this, where it's like these aliens come from outer space. They kind of look like like, like drill amoebas, where they drill themselves into like the human's brain and then just take over. But they don't know what to do. All they know is to eat and fight and kill. And then eventually, throughout the show, they kind of learn and grow a little bit until they're able to adapt in um, human society. So it's interesting. interesting. It's, it's, it's the, the idea of parasitic aliens trying to uh, copy humans. It's, it's, it's an interesting idea. I just I don't know. I, like, like I said, this, the movie it's, it's not a bad movie. It's just it didn't blow my socks off. Yeah, I think it's a pretty great movie. But I, I guess we're gonna. I mean, like this is obviously one where it falls more into my camp of. The type of movie that I would like. It definitely was a Jake movie, for sure. And there was definitely a part of me that picked this just because I was like, well, A, I wanted to rewatch it. I was just like, this is a good excuse to rewatch it because I haven't seen it in a couple of years. And B, I was like, it's going to be funny to find out what Vinny thinks of this. <laughs> well, so what, what did, did you think, think that I was going to think of this? I thought that you would get frustrated at some of the more esoteric parts of it. Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> I thought that once, like, the weird black double came out and they did, like, a modern dance routine for a while, you'd be like, what the fuck? No, <laughs> no I, I thought, thought that, that was cool. cool. I definitely okay. was. I was, I was like, like, oh, this, this is pretty fucking cool and interesting. And then, and then when, when she, she fed it the phosphorus grenade, I'm like, like well, then that's the end. But then I didn't pick up on the fact that it was like, that. she's already fucked from Jump Street, so... Yeah, man. Those cells were already refracting, baby. She already showed it. That's, That's what, what I didn't really understand. I don't think I really picked up on Tessa Thompson's like whole explanation of that. I think I kind of glossed over that when I heard it. 
to be fair, that explanation doesn't make sense. You cannot refract things other than light. But anywho, <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's not true. Like sound waves, you can too. But um, formalities. Let's, let's keep, keep going, going here. here. Uh, what, what character, character would you be? be? If I was any character in this movie, and typically I feel like the host is the one who asks these questions. But anyways, I guess maybe if I wanted to stall for time, then the character that I would be in this movie would definitely be... You know what? I have the answer, and it's pretty perfect now that I think about it. I am definitely the bear that screams like a woman. (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like on an emotional level, a bear that screams help me like a woman. Yeah, that's just who I am. <laughs> Actually, this is opening up a lot of insights into me. Yeah, I gotta I gotta have to talk this out with someone at some point. Anyways, Vinny, who would you be if you were gonna in any character in this movie? Um I would, I would probably be the psychologist, right? I forgot, I forgot her name. Because you have cancer? No, I, I just like how brash she was and whatnot. And, that's like, and I feel like if we were to go through what we were going through, I'd be like that. Like, listen, I've seen movies. I know what this shit's about. Let's just keep going to the fucking lighthouse. Well, she's dead. Let's keep going to the lighthouse. It did strike me as odd that it was a military mission and they're immediately like, one person has died. Obviously, this is over. And I was like, you weren't prepared for any casualties? Yeah. It's It's like, like, that's insane. No one's returned. (laughs) Yeah, she really seemed to be the only one. Her and Natalie Portman seemed to really be the only ones that really understood like what the fuck was going on. Where it's like, there is no going back. (laughs) <laughs> you chose a suicide mission, you idiot. <laughs> but anyways, Vinny, what would be your most gifable moment from this movie? Um, probably. Oh man, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac fucking <laughs> holding on to that fucking phosphorus grenade. <laughs> <laughs> because it'd just be like how what kind of day are you having today yeah it's just like i'm giving up on this one (laughs) see you on the other side i'm I'm not not a man man. i'm just 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 not not a man man. uh for me it's definitely gina rodriguez doing the (laughs) do i like no i don't like (laughs) And obviously that fits into anywhere where you don't like something. I just I I also like like, like I would want a gif of that bear slowly like putting its mouth on Tessa Thompson's arm because she, she <laughs> the look on her face was really like what the fuck is going on? Like this is much too slow for a bear attack. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't tell, tell if the, the bear, bear was blind or not. That, that was really, like, what I was trying to suss out. Look, based on the interrogations they get of the aliens in this thing, maybe the bear couldn't tell either. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just be like, I don't know, maybe I am. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, Vinny, well, that ends my selection. Is there, um, uh, well, I guess 
what is the name of the movie that you will be selecting for the next episode? Yeah. Yeah, yeah about, about that. that. So, so, Jake, it is right. time for me to pick something that I've, very, I've been very curious about for quite is some it, time. Is it another 1980s slasher movie? Uh, slasher, maybe. Well, kind of. All right. Let's, let's, let's just consider... Get yeah, who's cutting up what? Let's do this. Jake, Although gonna... I guess like the grotiest knife cut we've had in movies so far is this one. This so. one. Jake, yeah, maybe, come on. Come on. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't complain so much. Jake, we're going right, to be watching, watching the 1980s Cannibal Holocaust. <sighs> okay, well, obviously I'm familiar with the reputation of that particular film. Great. I, I, I have never, never seen it. it. I am very curious. I'll, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I want to make, make you squirm, squirm a little. Well, I can't see how I'm going to be uh, looking forward to watching this uh, <laughs> all week. But, Vinny, if uh, the listeners at home are excited about watching Cannibal Holocaust, where can they find it? They can, they can find, find it on uh, Shutter. Shutter. A wonderful app that hosts all sorts of different horror movies, new, old, a little bit of everything. They got some sweet documentaries on there. And uh, Joe Bob Briggs is back with his uh, late night show. It's wonderful. All right. Uh, in the meantime, Vinny, do we have any emails or anything? I don't believe so, right? Uh, let me double check. Uh, the answer is now. Okay, well, if people did want to send us an email, where could they reach us? They can reach us at disypod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com. Or maybe you want to link up with us on Twitter. That's D-I-S-Y-P-O-D. D-I-S-Y-P-O-D on Twitter. Or you can find us on uh, Instagram at didiscareypod. And yep. that's it. And give us any feedback you want. Uh, you could tell us a movie you would like for us to pick to try to scare the other one. Or just any general thoughts on the podcast. Or, I don't know, man. Tell me how your day's going. I don't care. Yeah. Give, give us, us something. You know, a little, little, little something. We, we, we want our, our fans, fans to reach out to us. And I know it's not a lot. But there's, there's a couple of you out there. Yeah. Maybe you feel like your boyfriend's not doing the dishes enough. This could like morph into an advice thing. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me whatever your thoughts are. I'm going to take them. I'm, listen, anybody, anybody out there that wants to email us and, like, make us a, a Sharkadile fucking shirt, please. Anything Sharkadile, please send to us immediately. Yes. <laughs> Tell no one. Sharkadile hunters. <laughs> It'll be me and you. Kind of looking like, like Crocodile Dundee and the Sharkadile's like head in the middle of us. Vinny, <laughs> uh, do you have anything else uh, to get to before uh, we sign off here? Uh, no. Pretty much avoid any place that looks like an oil slick blanket. Just, just don't go in. Stay away. Go back home. If the park rangers tell you anything shimmering, like, you go the other way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you let the biologist military figure this out. Okay. Let them buckaroo bonsai that shit. That's right. All right, folks. Well, you have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and little brother, Ben. All right. And have a good time. Go out there. Find those fucking sharkadiles. <laughs> we can all be sharkadile hunters. Okay. Bye. <laughs>